This is Zips Unlimited, a show about the University of Akron, its programs, its people, and its community. Zips Unlimited is produced by WZIP-FM. Hello and welcome to another episode of Zips Unlimited. My name is Chris Kepler. I'm the general manager here at WZIP. Joining me today is Jack Tupta. He is the University of Akron eSports coordinator, uh, actually a recent grad. Kind of interesting about this guy. You know, he, he played games growing up um, and looked at it as something more. Am I right so far? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, play, competed in college, actually worked through college at a, a professional company that deals with eSports and is now back at his college alma mater um, helping, you know, what has become – a nationally recognized esports um, program here at the University of Akron. So I yeah. guess welcome, welcome, not just to Zips Unlimited, welcome back to the university. You Thank just started you. not too long ago, right? Yes, yes. I just started within the month. Um, so yeah, new here, uh, like you said, graduated and got a lot of my experience from, from the university. So I'm glad to be back. Okay. Now you, let's, let's step back a little bit though. You, Jack, you were, um, you Played esports here on campus, varsity level, right? Yes, correct. Okay, and let's talk about the difference: varsity versus club. What does that mean? Sure, sure. So I've been at both levels. So um, the easiest way put, uh, varsity is the top level, and club is for those who maybe don't take it as serious or aren't quite at the varsity level. So I myself, um, when I came to the university, uh, Smash Bros is my game, and I also play Call of Duty. Uh, played those both at the varsity level. But when I first came here for the esports program. Neither of those were offered at the varsity level, um, but there's no cap for the club level. So it was up to the students. We made our own club team. Um, so it was basically treated like varsity without the scholarship, without the practices, without a coach overseeing us. So uh, that's the biggest difference. And uh, after competing at the varsity level, I, wouldn't, I don't want to say more strict, but we do have to meet so many times a week and get scrimmages, or we call them scrims. Uh, and then we eventually play our matches. So it's a little more scheduled out and uh, taken way more seriously, much like our actual club and baseball teams, uh, varsity level two. You know, if, you, if we were to step back, you know, many years, um, you know, you and a lot of, a lot of boys your age and, and girls for that matter, I don't want to make it where it's just about boys. Right. Um, play a lot of different types of games. Yeah. At some point, though, <laughs> you are doing this a lot. Yes. Did your parents say, like, Jack, <laughs> Come on, you can't do this for a living. Like Right, right. I was ready for this. So, uh, yeah, growing up, uh, my dad being uh, a college-level pitcher and everything, and my mom being into acting and all these things, video games was not really their thing, so it was very much new. Um, and I actually took after my brother, who started uh, with video games, and I learned it from him. So uh, I spent a lot of time sitting inside playing video games. Mm -hmm. And uh, from them, believe it or not, it wasn't as – big of an issue so they kind of saw that it was something i enjoyed and i had a lot of fun with um but they did definitely recommend hey uh you should go outside you, i see some of your friends outside go play outside um but more than what they thought when when you were starting to talk about this being a career oriented thing right i mean i think a lot of the reason i'm asking this is because those those conversations probably take place oh yeah all over especially when we have you know prospective students who are like hey mom dad i might get this this esports scholarship and right. they're probably rolling their eyes but they shouldn't be no no yeah that that's exactly right uh it wasn't until later in high school i would say junior senior year when i opened my eyes my eyes to the university of akron and what the esports program is and has become 
Um, so I came here for a summer event, and I realized, hey, there's varsity stuff for this. They're giving out scholarships. Uh, there's professional staff, who I, which I am now. But at the time, I was like, I want to get that kind of role. So how can I start? So upon coming to the university, uh, I was not prepared to play at the varsity level. So I was like, how else can I get involved? Um, so I started working as a student, doing broadcast, doing coaching, managing teams, and all these different things, even event management. Um, so when I started telling my parents this and kind of letting them know, like, hey, uh, I'm kind of learning real skills uh, that I can apply outside of just esports. Like, this is a real thing. Um, so they were like, okay, 100%, you go for it. I think this is great. Uh, and it's, it has paid off. I mean, clearly, mm -hmm. I, I got a role, the role I've been wanting for so, so long. Um, I eventually landed because of all this experience. And uh, we'll talk more about it, but I have so many different background experiences that many other college students wouldn't have had. Mm -hmm. So uh, it, it's very fun, and I definitely encourage to – uh, at least let the your son or daughter see it out and see what what it what comes of it. Mm -hmm. um, but don't put all your eggs in one basket. Obviously, that applies to everything. Well, and we should probably clarify what we're <coughs> talking about is not a major. Nobody's majoring right. in esports, yeah. but it, it is. Is it considered a sport? Is it part of athletics? Not part of athletics. That's uh, that's been a conversation for a long, long time. Um, some universities do consider it, mm -hmm. um, but that's kind of something we're working towards, and hopefully, we can get that collaboration. I think mm -hmm. there's potential there. But I just want to make sure people understand we're not when we talk about these things. It really has. It's not about majoring in esports, although there are a lot of majors here that combined with esports, yes. you know, could really, and I think you're one of them, really. You yeah. were media studies, right? Communications media studies, that's okay, right. Okay, yeah. right. So, I mean, there, but there's a lot of things where, you know, entering that world, you can either be complementing skills and, and, and knowledge you're getting in the classroom with esports, or, you know, the other way, using your major or, or some of the, the knowledge and so forth that you're gaining and apply it toward esports. Right. Is that a correct assumption? Absolutely, and I will say with... Um, through ZTV, I had a little experience here, and I even worked with uh, filming the sports games through ZTV, um, so the basketball games and things like that. That helped uh, with esports and vice versa. So I kind of had that experience of setting up equipment um, and then filming games. That was a difficulty. Uh, with esports, it's generally you're capturing in-game footage, um, but from the experience that I got from recording with ZTV and things like that, uh, I was able to apply that to esports whenever we had, we had in-person events, and I did have to use a camera or set up that equipment. I was like, oh, hey, I, I learned this, and now I can apply it to esports and to my actual major and everything else. Mm -hmm. So it definitely worked out in both ways. You're right. You mentioned a couple of times uh, that the University of Akron's esports program um, is a, a very phenomenal um program, I guess is the best way to put it. That's right. And receives national recognition, including, you know, Rocket League. We've had Nate Meeker, the director of our esports program on here, I don't know, maybe a couple of times. And people who are paying attention know that our Rocket League team has won, I don't know, like championships over and over. We've been national champs like three or four times. It's been a few. We have a couple trophies in the front room that you can see. So I don't know the exact amount because there's so many different yeah. leagues and such, but it's close to 10 at least. Okay. And right now we just, we have a new achievement that I guess is above and beyond yeah. what we've seen before. That's right. Yeah. So a lot of people that I, I have to be careful when I tell people this because they're like, I have no idea what that means. Uh, <laughs> but there's a massive achievement um, that goes throughout the entire year. There's, I believe, four different scenarios where you can qualify for this. Uh, it's called RLCS, and it's open to anyone. You can literally grab two of your friends if you guys never play, and you can, and you can join in it. So that means the competition is uncapped. Um, but 
uh, if you make it to that top level, it's it's very very rare. Traditionally, it's just uh, paid teams like big professional teams where all the players are on scholarship or on scholarship on salary with coaches mm-hmm. and everything else. So this is their full time thing is playing this game to get to this point, right? Uh, our college students here, um, we have two different teams. Our our blue team, I believe, uh, has just qualified for RLCS. Um, and is the very first and currently the only college team to ever make it this far, uh, let alone qualify for RLCS. So this is a massive deal, um, and, and there's there's memes everywhere on the internet. I know a lot of people probably don't have the um, what my uh, statistics are on Twitter and things like that when you're scrolling through your feed, but mine's all esports. So right now my entire feed is just who is Akron? What is this Akron team? Um, so. Uh, that's the biggest conversation right now. And there's a bunch of memes going around where it's our team next to all these big organizations like G2 and uh, Luminosity and all these different teams. And they're like, who let Akron in? Like, who are these people? (laughs) Um, So now this is kind of our shining moment. And this whole weekend, uh, we will be playing. We'll be competing. So uh, you can see that on the broadcast and everything else. RLCS, you can find it, Twitch. Uh, or YouTube and um, yeah it's it's gonna be really fun and I'm super excited about the outcome and it's already given us so much more publicity than mm-hmm. we already did and funny enough we're known as the Rocket League school because we take Rocket League so seriously compared to other esports we take them all seriously but people think that it's we focus Rocket League a lot so um, yeah either way it's a massive achievement I'm super excited about does it. that work like a um, a more traditional sport you know where if you have whatever it might be maybe it's maybe it's women's soccer and and your college happens to really really excel in women's soccer and they're constantly you know going very very deep into tournaments yeah um that attracts you know some of the top high school female soccer players to your university does that work with you as well like like kids all over the country who are you know phenomenal with rocket league are they now, you know, yeah. knocking on our doors saying, "Hey, we w- we want to come there with this Rocket League school?" Absolutely, yeah. Our uh, we like to look locally for Akron. You know, being Akron, uh, we like to look in the area. Uh, so that's usually where we get a lot of our players. Uh, though we've had a lot, we we even currently have one for our R6 team that's out of the country. So uh, they're competing on our our uh, six team, and they're doing very very well. Uh, and I believe, I don't want to say for sure, but I believe they're like the number one in their region, the area they were at. Uh, and now they're here at the University of Akron. So they clearly found us through uh, our achievements in the past. And mm-hmm. now that this Rocket League thing is circling uh, and we're already at this level, I mean, it, it, you're exactly right. It's it's much like a traditional sport where people are like, oh, Rocket League. When they think Rocket League and esports, they may think of us, which is exactly what we want. We want yeah. people to think of Akron, University of Akron, when they hear the the term Rocket League esports, so what are the chances of the some of these top Rocket League players from Akron of getting plucked away, you know, by some organization yeah. that is going to pay them? You know what? I mean, are they? Is there like scouting that goes on like that? There or? is, okay. there, and it's it's already happened. So okay. <laughs> and it's funny because this exact team that just qualified, they have a player named Tristan. Uh, who I believe Tristan ju- Roberts. Yes, Tristan Roberts. That's right. Yeah, he competed with uh, TSM, I believe it was. Um, I'm not sure if that's the exact organization, so I don't want to confirm that. But he did get plucked away for, I believe it was like a semester or two from our main team. And at the time, we only had one team. So this was a big deal for us. Mm -hmm. uh, And it would be now, anyhow. So it has to be, it's an either or? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're not, if you're getting paid by somebody or whatever, just like in 
other sports, you, yeah. you can't compete at the collegiate. Can you come That's back? Right. You can, or, and he has, and okay. he has. So he's back now. The college scene isn't quite developed that far, I think. Uh, either that or that conversation just won't be had. But it is an issue. Uh, me being someone who competed in Call of Duty here at the university, uh, a lot of the top teams that were above us had two or three pro players uh, where schools were just like, hey, uh, we see you're competing at the pro level. Have you ever thought about going to college? Here's free college. And it's like, well, how do we compete against that? They have yeah. X amount of years of competing. We're just now getting into it at the college level. So uh, that is a big, big conversation right now that I'm trying to stay away from because I have so many <laughs> opinions on it. So, um, But, yeah, good point, good point. All right. So that that's happening um, over the weekend, the Rocket League Championship Series. You know, we talk about Rocket League. You mentioned you were a Call of Duty guy also mm-hmm. – um, what was your other one you said you started with way back? Smash Bros. Smash yeah. Bros. Right, 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 right. Do we now do we the teams that we have, are they dependent on what students we happen to have? Or do we say no, these are the games that we recognize that we at least varsity level. Right. Um, and you have to fit into one of those. Yeah, it's like if there was not a call to call to duty varsity team, could there be if we had the people? Right. I see what you're saying. So I think that's what happened or Call of Duty. Like I said, when I first came here, Call of Duty wasn't a thing yet. Um, It wasn't until like mid after COVID era that uh, Call of Duty started to come into play for for whatever reason. Um, So a lot of students came back and we just so happened to have a couple of students who were like, oh, yeah, I play Call of Duty. I have some competitive experience. So Mm -hmm. we had what my role basically is, is to have these club nights where everyone who plays the game comes in and we all play it. So we had one of those and we had X amount of students um, Call of Duty is a team of four, usually, plus subs and coaches, whatever. But you need four to compete. Um, and we had way over four that came in. And we're like, oh, my gosh, we can do this. So uh, we literally just put everyone on the roster at the club level um, and said, hey, everyone's on the team, uh, but these are our main four. And then we did really well that season. And then by the next semester, uh, the program was like, all right, this is a varsity team now. Let's, let's put a scholarship on this and let's get going. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that scenario – it was what we already had at the university. Now, moving forward, we can continue to do that. And we do tryouts actually these next few weeks uh, on Saturdays where uh, students who are still in high school from like that can be like a sophomore or junior just trying to show their skills. So we can keep an eye on them or students who are already at the university, transfer students from another university. They can all try out and then we can continue to grow. So uh, it's really a matter of what we have already to start. And then from there, if we get a team established, we can start recruiting or looking at other universities or other high schools or anything else in the area. How many different um, games do we do you recognize, varsity level? Varsity level, I believe we have about six at the current moment. And among those, we have one or two teams at the varsity level for that eSport. So, for example, Rocket League has two teams, and now Valorant has two teams. And then the other four are just one team for okay. the varsity. And at the club level, that can be just all kinds of – additional yeah. games right yeah it's uncapped it's it, kind of it, whoever wants to play whatever that's right that's right until the signups close for the semester collegiate esports are several different leagues that you'll find um and the club level it's up to me they just come to me and say hey i'm interested do we have enough student interest and i'll say well, let me see and then i post it out and if we have enough students no matter what their level mm-hmm. here's our team go at it you know you guys can go compete uh, and then I'll kind of oversee it, but they can run it themselves. It's very much easy in that way to just pick up a team right away. And at the end of the day, it's it's esports, right? So we can compete in the online capacity. We don't have to get buses and shovel them out. Sometimes we do for varsity, but at the club level, just sit in our facility and rent out the space.
space mm-hmm. and you guys can compete. How many how many students are involved, do you know? We have at this current moment it's over 1500 total students that come in and out of the facility throughout the semester. Um, so we do that semester to semester, so that statistic is probably from last to two semesters ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so we won't know this semester until the end, but uh, that consists of students who come in online or work as a student assistant, run our broadcast or compete at the varsity level. Okay. And once again, you are listening to Zips Unlimited, WZIP 88.1 FM. My name is Chris Kepler. I'm the general manager at WZIP. Jack Tupta is here. He is the University of Akron Esports Coordinator. We've been talking about Rocket League and all sorts of other things related to esports. You know, Jack, let's get back a little bit into your background because, sure. um, you know, not, not even so much just your experience at college, but I find it really interesting that I didn't even know it existed um, yeah. uh, until you told me. Um, about a company that actually consists of all, I think, University of Akron graduates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty um, much. Yeah. But it, it really has, it has less to do with playing games. It has a lot more to do with the business side of things, and that's what you were involved in. Yes, yes. So there's a company in northern Ohio, Avon, Ohio, slash Lorraine, uh, called T3 Performance. So uh, when I was a student here, they picked up a eSports branch to the company, um, and picking up esports is kind of a loose cannon right now. You don't know what you're getting yourself into. It's very much, I think a lot of schools and places don't think about how picking up esports is like picking up several different sports rather than just one sport because you're picking up several different game titles and just like sports, it's baseball, basketball, football. So um, I was hired in as a coach for Smash Bros specifically, uh, kind of prospected my own clients and climbed the ladder and was promoted to marketing and then eventually the head of esports. So I basically ran the whole esports branch of the company. Um, and yeah, we any coaches who were interested and needed some kind of training to be coaching students to basically portray their level of gameplay onto others, uh, we hired them in as coaches. Um, and they would coach at an online capacity and even kind of oversee a league that we were helping run. So mm-hmm. there's an esports league for a company called, e- or not a company, more like a, a program or a system uh, called Esports Ohio, which is like the branch of uh, high school esports in Ohio. Um, so, yeah, the company basically, we would go to uh, schools and build up their uh, esports program because a lot of them would be like, hey, we don't know what we're getting into, but we want an esports program. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you guys do the hiring for us. You guys interview who we should hire, and you guys need to order the equipment, and then you guys put it all together. And we do that. So, <laughs> what uh, do they do? <laughs> <laughs> they would uh, say, <laughs> good luck. Check, I think is what they did, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly right, though. I mean, they don't know what it is. Yeah, but so. that's okay. But, but there yeah. people who do, and that's what I think is really interesting about this is because, you know, once again, some people just think, okay, a bunch of teenagers play games, but it's so much bigger than that. Right. I mean, you know, we have, you just said 1,500 or so people yeah. who are doing this in some capacity just right. at this university. But then you look at all the auxiliary, you know, services and businesses that go into it right. and how it's being used to complement degree programs and careers um, I, I think that was kind of a main point today in a way, really, that, you know, it's it's a lot more than I think what some people, particularly people maybe more in my age group, right. would, would realize. Sure, sure. Yeah, it's almost frowned upon in some capacity. So uh, that's kind of the, the way we're headed right now is to uh, get more job opportunity in the field, which mm-hmm. I think is succeeding in a way. Um, so it's more than just game development or working behind the scenes. Uh, esports is the newest thing uh, in my eyes. So 
uh, yeah, that's a do great you even point. get to play anymore, or at the end of the day, are you just like, all right, I'm, I'm like, I'd rather just watch TV at this point. <laughs> I, I thought I would continue to play, but I'm turning into a grandpa already. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I play sometimes when the students ask me to, or something like that. But no, my competing days are pretty much dwindling out the door. Mm-hmm. But um, I'll always play games for the rest of my life, but not to that level. Yeah. Um, I do want to mention too, and I don't know how much you know about this, but people can can go to the website and find out a ton of information. Um, about one of many summer camps that we're having here at the University of Akron. Um, this one specifically focusing on esports. It's for middle school and high school students. Um, do you have? Do you, I mean I, some of it might still be in development? I'm not sure. Sure. Um, even though it's not the first year for it for esports. Mm-hmm. Anything else that you have to say about the summer camp opportunity? Yeah. So this will be my first semester actually being professional staff. Although I've ran the esports summer camps since. Oh boy, a couple years now, um, and I've had a blast with it. It's always a great time, and it's a great start if you're at the high school level, um, let alone the middle school level, to really open your eyes to what esports is in in college. Because this is where I got my start, and let's see where it's brought me. So if it doesn't bring you here, at least you'll get the experience for mm-hmm. uh, competing and learning what esports is. Um, but yeah, it, it, it'll be ran uh, every day of the week. You can stay the night. You can stay for just the day summer camp. Um, but it's a blast, and it'll be running three weeks throughout the summer. And uh, it's not posted just yet, but we're getting there. So once it goes up, it sells out relatively quick. But there will be an announcement about that for okay. sure. And you said three weeks. Is it like three separate groups, one per week? or yes. is it Okay, so it's not a three-week commitment. It's no, no, no. Yeah. A one-week commitment for three different groups, basically. That's right. That's okay. right. So, yeah, we get indoor activity, and don't worry, we'll go outside and play a little bit. You know, so I'll bet some people walk into that. <clears throat> just like when they walk into the university here as a student – you know, maybe thinking, you know, chest puffed a little, like they think they're pretty good. <laughs> and then they get here and they're like, oh, I didn't yeah. know there was another level above me. That's right. That's right. I, I get a lot of friends or parents that'll come up to me and say, hey, Timmy over there is really, really good. Keep an eye on him. And I'm like, okay, you got it. I'll go check him out. And then I'll watch them play, and I'm like, oh, boy. Hey, okay. yeah, right. <laughs> like, he's, yeah. he's pretty good. Maybe but not competitive. I, but. Yes, yeah. Like our club teams, yes, you got it. But our varsity level, it's a different it's a different beast. And I, I was the same way, you know, coming into this. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm really good. And then uh, I was brought down to earth when I played against other colleges, yeah. and they were just kicking me around. I was like, oh, my goodness, this is a real thing. <laughs> is there Are there resources for, you know, middle school, high school students um, who, who – don't just want to beat their friends, but really want to be competitive where they could compete possibly here with University of Akron Esports. I mean, how do you do that? Other than, or, or is it just a matter of just playing a lot and practicing? Yeah, there's, that's the thing about esports is it's, um, there's not like a dedicated system. A lot of my advice, I guess, is, this is the best way I can put it, is to get a team, whether that's a group of friends or you actually go through like a website um, and, and find a friend, a group of friends that you can consistently play with. Uh, the biggest issue we get a lot nowadays is that we have players that are really solid. They're at the top of their leaderboards. They're amazing. Uh, so they can play the game, but can they communicate and be a good teammate? So they come in and they start competing, and their teammates, he's not talking to them. He's not good at communicating to the teammates. They don't know what's going on. They don't know what to look for. So that's the biggest issue, that's the biggest issue that we've run into recently. Um, so my biggest advice would be to kind of find a team for that and try to supplement that and work on mental skills while also developing your in-game skills. So, uh, but each, each video game for each eSport doesn't really, they're all different. They all have different like websites dedicated to them. Like Call of Duty has 
um, like leagues that are online only specific to Call of Duty. And then Overwatch has a different league. And then Smash Bros, they have the new coin box thing going on. So it's all different stuff. So there's no real easy answer I can give to mm-hmm. kind of get to that level. Uh, but just do some research, look it up, see where you can start. And it's very simple. All right. If you need more information um, about the upcoming summer camp or just our, our esports program in general, uh, you can look up the staff. Uh, very simple to do. uacron.edu slash esports. Zips Unlimited can be heard each Saturday at noon on 88.1 WZIP FM. The